Hello, and welcome to the Kids Ministry Circle podcast. Kids Ministry Circle is a community for kids ministry leaders to be encouraged and equipped to love and serve the local church. Listen to the end of this podcast to learn more about how you can be a part of Kids Ministry Circle, how you can find all of our resources, and how you can sign up to be a part of one of our cohorts. Hello, and welcome to the Kids Ministry Circle podcast. My name is Lauren Jackson, and I am joined by the fantastic Becca Harris. Wow. You're giving me some adjectives to really live up to. I feel like when I meet some of these people in person, they might have like different expectations. Some high expectations. Yes, yes. yes. All right. Today's episode, we are talking about parents. Now, it's called Kids Ministry. But Becca has said before that it's way more than just kids ministry. We are talking about how we can partner with parents and how we can continue to come alongside them and be great leaders and um, just voices in their kids' lives. So, Becca, why don't you talk a little bit about what it looks like to partner with parents? Yeah, I think that's such a big component of kids ministry is parents, right? We're not doing this siloed from them um, any more than uh, that we are just providing, we're not providing just a service so that parents can grow in their walk with the Lord. It's It's a partnership. You know, we see throughout scripture, just kind of the challenge from, from God to the nation of Israel for the whole family to the whole church, actually, the whole nation of Israel to raise up and train up the next generation. And so it's not just on moms and dads. Um, it's on everyone in every phase to help train and instill the gospel in this next generation. Um, you know, we want to, like I've said before, we are we are helping train those reserves that are coming up whose drums beat victory. And so we all get to play that part. But it doesn't work if we don't play as a team. And so, so much of partnering with parents... <clears throat> I think, uh, is um, communicating with them, equipping them, and supporting them in their journey. Um, We don't replace them by any means. We're an additional voice or voices speaking into their kids' lives, but there is no replacement for mom and dad. Um, But we can communicate to partner with them. We can equip them, and we can um, support them. Yep, that's so good. We love parents. Uh, All right, let's get started. Question number one. How do I find good resources for parents? Yeah, so if we're equipping parents, we got to know what to equip them with, right? Um, And so I think that, you know, depending on... Well, one, I think my encouragement to you would be to to be a reader and a learner yourself. Um, You know, when I started... Um, and kind of my first church ministry job, I think I was 25 or 26. And I just remember being like, how do these people, they're looking to me to help them navigate solutions uh, to things in their home. And I don't know anything. Um, and so I just tried to read as much as I could, um, to learn. Um, but then I think too, and part of that equipping is yes, there are great resources. And I'm going to talk about that here in just a second. But the other part is don't doubt the power of the scriptures. Um, if you, that The gospel is applicable to everyone no matter what stage we're in. And so there is so much encouragement 
um, and support I think found for parents in just reminding them of the truth in scripture. And so, yes, be a fierce reader and learner and, um, you know, finder of resources, but I think to don't, don't neglect encouraging parents with the word. It doesn't return void. Um, it will be true 10 to 15 to eternity from now. Um, it's not going to change. And so I think that, but then I think when you're, you know, a parent comes to you and their child is wrestling with anxiety or their child, um, is really struggled with a a death in the family or bullying, um, those kinds of things. I find it helpful to reach out to a counseling center, Mm -hmm. um, to, uh, other, you know, we, if you have a counseling center at your church, or if you know of a local council counseling center nearby and just ask them for some resources, um, ask them for tips and tricks, you know, whether it's like a short pamphlet or a book, cause we all know this. Sometimes you hand a, a big book to a parent and that's hard for them to digest and read while they're still parenting. And so the more accessible that resource is, the better. I think if your church has the opportunity to have different kinds of like seminars. Yeah, that's um, a good option. I think that could be a good option because sometimes reading, like I said, or audible books might not be the the primary way a parent learns. But if you have, even if it's someone from within your church, um, it doesn't have to be external all the time, like some opportunity to have some kind of roundtable discussion or equipping seminar. Um, that's, that's, that's really great. So for kind of finding those resources around you, not, I, I guess what I'm trying to say is it's not all on you to know and have all the resource and knowledge, but who can you ask to find those specific answers to questions that will equip them? Yeah, that's really great. I think you always want to keep at, like, keep asking around and maybe it's your boss who has great resources or maybe it's a fellow parent and asking other parents like, hey, what are you looking for? Or can you help me find a resource? Or what Bibles are your kids loving these days? Like I think um, just that asking around and not solely putting all of that pressure on you as the leader is a really good reminder for us. And um, another way that I like to find resources that I think is a newer kind of thing is social media. Yep. And there's so many good social media accounts that are really speaking a lot of truth and wisdom in terms of equipping and supporting parents, not only in the church context, but maybe in the childhood development context and just pushing out really good resources for parents that, like Becca said, is in that bite size um and quick way that parents can either read or listen to that's not an entire book. Um, I will say podcasts are another really great resource to give parents. That's a resource that I love giving to parents is a good podcast um, because it is. They can listen to it. It's on the shorter side. um, And a lot of times it is really, really great and helpful tips and tricks for parents. Yeah, I think... One thing to not just to make a kids ministry circle plug here, but having other kids ministry people that you can ask for those resources. So whether it's whether it's in a cohort like what you've got here, Lauren, or it's, you know, maybe it's on a, a Facebook group or if you have like monthly meetups with other kids ministry people in your area, just like asking for what kind of resources, recommendations they have. Right. Because we know from Scripture there's nothing new under the sun. It's just new to us. And so um, we need to 
to to learn that way. And so that's a great way to get um, get resources. Yep, that is because I do know that the resource list at Austin Stone with their kids <laughs> leaders is quite extensive and could be really helpful. Uh, <laughs> all right. The last thing I will say about finding good resources for parents, and this kind of leans into our next question, is creating a rhythm of hosting a parent roundtable. So not only will this help you find good resources, but it will help you figure out what resources your parents actually need. And a parent roundtable is maybe like five to 10, maybe 12 parents that have kids differing in ages. So, and maybe that are, have different backgrounds or you want a diverse group of parents that um, can really speak into the life of your ministry. Not only what resources they need, but maybe you bring them different ideas you have for your ministry and new event ideas and just new things that are happening that they can really equip you, uh, encourage you and support you and really be your biggest cheerleaders as you are leading the ministry. So that brings us into our second question of what are the best ways to communicate with parents in my ministry? Yeah, I mean, I think we've kind of already hit on it. Short and sweet is yep. probably your best method. Um, it's not because you're not a good writer or you don't have good things to say. It's just we are busy people. And so I know for me, if I open an email and it's, you know, super long, I'm it's I'm most likely not going to finish it. Even if it's like a very hot topic that I want to hear about, um, I'm, I'm at best skimming it. And so giving parents bite-sized information that helps them. Remember, they're, they're parenting along the way, right? Along the way. And so what can they do along the way um, that's really helpful? And so, man, sometimes that is, yeah, an email. Sometimes that is text messages. Sometimes it's through social media. Um, but I want to encourage you this. Sometimes it feels like they aren't listening, um, and that's, that may or may not be true, but I can tell you they need you to keep communicating, mm -hmm. even if it feels like they might not be listening. And so, um, they're usually just so busy. Um, and so keep do, being diligent and faithful to keep communicating with them. Um, and don't negate the communication that happens person to person. I know sometimes when ministry's smaller, that feels more feasible. And when it's big, that feels really hard. But don't negate the, you know, setting up time on your calendar and letting people book coffees with you um, or sharing a meal with a family at your church. Those kinds of things that allow you to communicate um, and they get to hear more than just you downloading information for them. You get to kind of draw out what's going on and what's happening um, and learn best how to care for those families. Yep, that's really great. I love that one-on-one -on -one conversations are always really helpful and just the piece about keep sending the emails, keep mm. sending the text messages, keep reaching out because I promise you, you will get feedback. If you keep showing up for parents, I can't tell you how many times I've sent email after email after email. And then, I don't know, maybe I'm out of town or something or I don't send it. And I have parents be like, oh, I didn't get your email this week or I didn't get your email or I didn't see it. or um, and so I do fully believe that maybe you don't feel like they're reading them or feel like they're seeing your text messages or social media posts or something, 
but there are parents who love that Mm -hmm. and love the recommendations that you were giving, the encouragement that you were giving. And so I think reaching out often and using multiple platforms matters. So keep going. All right. Our last question is how can I get my parents more involved? Yeah, I think, you know, I think the default setting um, sometimes for us is, is one of two ways. We either one think, oh, we shouldn't have parents involved because we need to give them a break because they're so busy. Or we think, no, no, every parent should be involved because this is a service that benefits their family. And so they should, you know, pay the the, the toll in some sense. Uh, and I don't think either one of those is a right mentality. Um, I think when you think of how to get parents involved in ministry, it's going to be similar to how we ask anyone to be involved in ministry, which, you know, if you didn't get to listen to our volunteer pitch, you should go back and listen to that. Um, but I think too, like the more you know your parents, the more you will find ways for them to get involved because maybe not all parents are able to serve on a Sunday or maybe that's not the best use of their gift giftings on a Sunday, but there are parents who would be happy to help and be involved in your ministry, maybe outside of Sunday. So maybe that's coming up and helping you organize or clean things in your building or classroom. Maybe that's helping you prepare the curriculum. Um, or, you know, if you've got a bunch of little crafts you need cut out before Sunday, I bet there are, there are people who would enjoy doing that, um, as a way to serve the church. And so I think the, that's one way to get them involved. I think the other thing is sometimes parents just don't know what we do back there. Yep. Um, and, and so it can, it can feel like they do, but they don't. And so maybe doing something along this, the lines of having some invitations where parents can come and actually see what happens back in, in your kid's ministry hallway. So, um, maybe it's just as simple as they get to, you know, it's like bring your parent to, to church on Sunday and, the, you know, you got one parent sitting back there with kids. Or maybe there's a special invitation you do where you invite them to come join for a large group and you get to, you or a member of your team get to debrief with them before or after. Um, and then you can kind of put the call before them of this is what it looks like to serve. Because even if they don't serve at that point, you've given them a vision to cast for recruiting people to serve. Yes. Um, and so that's just as important um, to have other people on the ground uh, recruiting. So those are two of my top ways to get parents involved. Yep. That's so great. I love, I love the like Sunday sneak peek. Mm-hmm. That's so great. I think that'd be so helpful for parents. Uh, when I talk about getting my parents involved, I think this is largely relational, right? If you have a new family or parents that aren't super involved and maybe they're just seeking for friends. Maybe they're just seeking for that community. Um, I always say it's way easier to serve with friends than jump in and serve by yourself. Um, and so I love to try and connect the dots. If I, if a new family had started coming to our church and I say, Oh, I know they live in this neighborhood And then I see another family walking in the hallway that also lives in that neighborhood. I will pull the two together and say, hey, so-and-so, meet this family. They live in your neighborhood and they have this age of kids and kind of like listing off those commonalities so that there's a potential that friendship could be formed and that the parents feel more connected to other people in the ministry because then I think they're more likely to be involved. And being involved doesn't doesn't always mean serving on Sunday mornings. It can mean just coming more often. Maybe they only came once or twice a month and building that 
friendship, building that connection with not only the kids ministry leader, but other families, then I think that makes them want to come more. And maybe they need to be plugged into a small group. Maybe they can join whatever options your church has, whether that's a discipleship class or a men's Bible study, women's Bible study, or maybe it's just a parenting thing that's happening. Um, Having that connection and having that friendship and relationship as a foundation will just help them feel like they belong to your church community. Well, that is all the time we have for our conversation on parents. Those were three really, really great questions. And I think um, just gave kids ministry leaders some really practical things to do with parents over the course of the next few weeks. So if you are listening to this and have more questions about parents and how to partner with parents and how to equip and encourage them, you can head over to kidsministrycircle.com slash podcast and submit your question that we'll either answer on a future podcast or talk about it over on our Instagram and Facebook pages. We hope you guys have a great week and we'll see you next time. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. Before we go, I have a couple of announcements. First, our summer cohort signups are open. Our Kids Ministry Circle cohort is an opportunity for you to connect with other kids ministry leaders, share ideas, encourage one another, and be equipped to lead your ministry well. If you would like to sign up for our summer cohort, you can head over to kidsministrycircle.com to learn more and sign up. If you would like to submit a question for our podcast, you can head over to kidsministrycircle.com slash podcast and submit a question that we can answer in a later episode. Don't forget, if you would like to stay up to date on all the happenings of Kids Ministry Circle, you can follow us at Kids Ministry Circle on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast so our latest episodes get dropped in your podcast player automatically. And our last thing, if you would like to get our monthly resource roundup email, you can sign up to be on our email list over at kidsministrycircle.com. Thanks so much, and we'll see you next time.